You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 450. Clone Wars begun, they have. Almost. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. I had to say that as quickly as I possibly could to prevent yet another soundboard war. Isn't that uh, great? It is great. How are you doing tonight, Gaz? Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing very well, thank you, Guy. Absolutely sponrific, as we say in... Somewhere. Oh, Britland. Brit the UKland. UKland. Anyway, this is this is my Mac podcast 450. I mean, that's that's a big deal. You know, you know, do you know what it means, Gaz, that this being podcast 450 of the MyMac.com podcast, you know what that really means? I'll tell uh, you. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you. Well, it, you're not going to give me a chance. I, okay, I well, go ahead. Say, go ahead. Tell no, me. no, no. You tell me. No, you've stopped me. You I was going to say no, it me. means... That we are probably about, (laughs) we're probably about forty podcasts away before I start bugging people about the five hundredth (laughs) podcast. So forty. When will that be? That's forty around Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. Christmas, January. Christmas five hundred. That's going to be one big competition. I think we ought to start at about twenty-five before. Yeah, yeah. Well, we really, really should see if we can get like some amazing. Now, obviously, no, with us no, talking about pro- this now, don't promise anything. Yeah, no, no, no. Forget. People will forget. Well, it's not so much that they'll forget. It's just well, it helps to make up for the fact that we have absolutely nothing, nothing to give them this this week. Now that we're in podcast four fifty, that's right, folks. Do you know what you get? You get this podcast. That's it. <laughs> Which hopefully will sound better. <laughs> and guess what? We're making it even better. Thank you. That's right, Steve, because I found out that I had been doing something colossally <laughs> stupid. Well, I mean, beyond well, not colossally. Well, no, 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 mightily colossally stupid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let, let, let's throw another adjective in there because just calling myself colossally stupid wasn't enough. <laughs> I mean, anyway, it, it couldn't be simpler, but no. it, it had to be. Yeah. Well, what I found out, <laughs> I've been getting, and I don't know if anyone listening to the last couple shows when, when we you know, finally got most of our sound issues straightened out, probably heard a hum in the background as I was talking. Well, I found out why that hum was there. Well, it's be careful because they might still be hearing the hum. <laughs> uh, well, based on the test that we did just before we started, uh, I, I don't think it's going to be nearly as bad. And you know what we'll do is is when we go for the first break, I'm going to go back and, and listen to a couple of seconds and, and see how it sounds. Okay. But basically what I found tell out... Them, tell them what you did. Tell oh my God. <laughs> um, now, you know I got this Mac Pro and there's a limited number of USB ports. There's like two in the front, three in the back. So you got five total. So I had a, a, a USB hub connected up. And, you know, I've got 
hard drives and printers and like all kinds of stuff. And one of the things I had hooked in was this microphone. Well, some time ago, after I got this particular Mac Pro, I'd gotten uh, a PCI-based USB card that was plugged directly into the Mac Pro. So now that gave me like four or five more USB ports. So I took a lot of the stuff off of the hub and connected it up to that USB card. But I never took the microphone that I used to record this podcast each and every week was still on the USB hub. And it wasn't until just before we started to record today that it was like, you know, Gaz, I wonder, duh, could I still have my microphone duh, hooked up into a USB hub? And here I am complaining about an well, electrical hum. I think, I think you'll find, I said that I made sure that I plug my microphone directly into the USB on the back of my Mac mini. Yes. Yes, and, uh, which you, is and you and you went uh all uh, right. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> sure enough. Sure enough. I had this microphone right. and Guys. chances are the microphone I had before that I was always complaining about <laughs> was probably fine. It was it it's I have it right here. Now you can't see it, guys. Everybody obviously. everybody are you getting it? Yeah, I'm getting it now. I'm getting it all right. You know where I'm getting it, Gaz? I can't tell you where I'm getting it because this is a family-friendly show. <laughs> okay, so what's uh, – and is that it? Is that, That's it. Is that been your, your, biggest, your biggest beef this week when it comes to Mac and iOS <laughs> and everything Apple? Yeah, but for once, it actually wasn't Apple's fault. It wasn't no. like a third no. party's That's fault. True. No, it was um, it was your fault because you hadn't said to me before it, it, that I've I should have the microphone hooked up into a I've hub. Got to hold my hands up and say, everybody, <laughs> that guys, ridiculously awful bad sound and these hums and everything else was because he had his microphone, most likely because we're still not sure, hooked into a hub, and I hadn't spotted that because, of course, I'm only about four thousand hmm. miles away. Okay, you're gonna you're, you're gonna go with the distance excuse. Is that what, is that what it is? <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, okay. I my mean, my insanity, <laughs> my insanity aside, what have, what have you got going on this week? Well, actually, I think I might have mentioned last week um, about David Cohen. I, I bought that um, speaker. There was yeah. a little speaker that was the V V O V O V O. And that was, um, I can't remember who reviewed that now, and I was quite impressed with it. That was David Cohen. David Cohen. No, 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 it wasn't David Cohen. No, it wasn't David Cohen who did the VHO speaker. <clears throat> well, uh, it was someone else. I'm sure okay. it was someone else. Anyway, um, David did some RHA uh, earphones, and I think I mentioned it. I kind of said that I was you know, perhaps quite interested in those. And I bought them. I bought actually not the version that um, that – David reviewed, but I, I bought the next versions up, the 450Is, which have got the controller on it. It's got the volume and the up and down and the pause and the answer controller on it. Oh, sweet. Uh, and they were, they were like £10 more, so about 15 bucks more or something like that. And I've been quite impressed with them. Um, one of the things that I've been really fed up with a lot of earphones that I've been getting, sure, are you listening? <laughs> uh, the, the cable just kind of disintegrates i mean i do give my earphones they get an awful lot of use with me 
an awful lot of use. But they do just seem to disintegrate or split, and the cable goes naff. So I got a pair of, I think they were, oh, I can't remember the, the number was now of these shores, but it's ones that you can disconnect the cable so you can buy a spare cable. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I, I found myself spending as much for the cable as a uh, as I have oh, for done. the original the, earphones? For these original earphones. And these the earphones, I've got to say, that I've not listened to music properly with them yet. But from an audio podcast, they um, or from audio, they they spoken word, they sound pretty good. So I'm quite impressed so far. So uh, I might I might do a little bit of a review for these, which is a kind of top up to to what David did. And if they're okay, and I contact the uh, the company who are a British company, we'll see if we can perhaps get them on sometime in the future. We're promising all these people to come on, <laughs> and then every single week it's you and me. You yeah, you and me. me. And I also. Um, one of the guys at um, the Referee Society said, ah, because I, I came across or he came across some what are called Sunny Cam glasses. And they're like Google glasses. They've got a little video camera in them and they record sound, uh, still images or video with obviously sound as well. Sure. You could record, um, you know, obviously video with sound or sound on its own or just still images. Well, is it like Bluetooth to some other device or is it, no, no, is no, it no, locally all, stored all, within no, the glasses? It's, it's, yeah, it's got a, a micro SD card in there, which um, what comes with it is a 16 gigabyte uh, card. And that, so far, that re- has recorded at least, or oh, I think about an hour and a half of video. And it's quite good quality video as well. It, it's like any small camera sensor it has to have a lot of you know some Long decent light as yeah. a you have to have good light for it but um the one problem i did have was that the sound was slightly out of sync so i had to reset it and although the sound is still just a tad out of sync it's uh you know it's okay for the sort of thing that we were we were going to be using it for uh, but if you want high quality video, don't go down this route. But if you want surreptitious video on these sunglasses or clear glasses, although they do look a bit, um, well, I suppose they look a little bit. Joe Nineteen. No, Joe Nineteen. <laughs> and anyone who remembers Joe Nineteen, well, you remember the sort of glasses. These are a little bit like. But I've got to say, they. Um, I've got to play this music now, haven't I? Oh, yeah, I'm rocking, man. No, no, don't stop the music. You no, 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 I've got to quiet You can't now. stop the music, out. Mal. <laughs> and, um, uh, but they're, they're quite interesting. I have done a bit of a test with them, and I might um, I might do a video one day and, and pop it somewhere and, and come back to them and, and point the in the show notes to the video that I've done with these glasses so people can see. They're about £100, which... Um, well, all things considered, that's actually not bad. Uh, what yeah, no, uh, not, what format does it record the video in? AVI. Ooh, I see. Mm-hmm. What can you use with AVI on a Mac? Yeah. Uh, QuickTime. Oh, QuickTime. Oh, and then just what convert it over to bring into iMovie or well, something. If you like want that? to, yeah, if you want to uh, bring it in, then yes, yes. I mean, but AVI. Because I, I, that I would say, fix that would fix your sound plays. problem. I say QuickTime plays it. I've just got to think. I wonder whether. QuickTime plays it because I've got Flip for Mac, Flip for Mac installed on my. Uh, I just thought about that. You having said that, um, it may be that Flip for Mac actually helps QuickTime play the AVI uh, video uh, codec. I'm not sure whether QuickTime can naturally play it. Anyway, someone will let us know on that, and we'll we'll be able to tell people. 
but yeah, I'll, I'll give them a test out and um, and uh, we can talk about them in a, a week or so, possibly. Yeah, well, are you because you're still refereeing uh, rugby matches, right? Yeah, I was supposed to be doing two games today, actually, two cup finals to an under 14s and under 16s cup final over at Biggleswade. Um, but um, we had uh, about three or four inches of snow overnight. They had we'd had uh, snow Saturday and wow. uh, most most of Saturday and over Saturday night and Sunday morning. But the uh, the rugby club was saying, "Oh no, no, we'll get it, we'll get it cleared," and they had tried to keep it clear on. On Saturday, but they, there was no way they were going to be able to do it. So we'll just get like big, big wraps of uh, like plastic wrap and just put it right over the field. Yeah, <laughs> that'll work. <laughs> and then you just pick the whole thing up. Oh, look, all the snow is gone. Yeah. And then yeah. you plug your anyway. microphone into a USB hub. So, so, <laughs> so yes, I do still referee. <laughs> Well, because you can wear those glasses. We're drifting. We're drifting. Well, We're drifting. of course we are. It's what we, it's what we do. You wear the glasses the next time you do uh, some, like, refereeing. I'll tell it, you what. Well, well, that's what we're going to be using them for, supposedly. That's what one of the guys – but, you know, I'm I'm just a little bit concerned that, they're, you know, it's going to be no use because you, as a referee, you're always moving your head and looking around, and, you know, the quality of video that you're going to get is going to be a little bit mm, suspect. Iffy. A little, yes, iffy. Little iffy. Iffy, yeah. <laughs> Oh, send it to me. I'll clean it up. Yeah, right. I, I can, I can keep your head from like bobbing all over the. Anyway, let's let's move on to the to the mymac.com recent articles. Uh, first up is a review by John Nemo, the Flux on ear headset. He tested these versatile on ear Flux headphones with inline microphone against four different two hundred dollar or under two hundred dollar on ear competitors. Each of the two more expensive headsets had slightly superior music playback audio than does the Flux, but both are far less comfortable than the Flux. My Mac review rating of 9 out of 10. So go over and read more. Yeah. That's, that's quite, quite a good high school, that is it? Fujitsu ScanSnap iX500 desktop scanner for PC and Mac. This is a review from our very own... Is Vicky, Vicky Stokes. Stokes. Miss Stokes to die in gas. That's right. We have to make sure we say Miss Stokes. Yes, not sticky Vokes. Uh, Said it. Said it. Don't go there. Okay. Vicky says, I've been a fan of Fujitsu scanners since my first ScanSnap, the S500 model. It was my workhorse scanner for over four years. After giving it away with my old laptop with plans to purchase another ScanSnap, I began using the flatbed scanner of my multifunction printer. It worked after much trial and error, but wasn't as simple as my ScanSnap. It lacked the OCR software and ABBY, or Abby, Fine Reader, which converted scan documents into editable and searchable formats. Needless to say, I was excited to review the Fujitsu ScanSnap iX500 scanner. So go over and read the review, because again, this gets a, a whopping 9 out of 10 MyMac rating. And next up is a review by uh, Mavid A. Daclam. <laughs> it's the perfect diet tracker Mac OS X app. I'm surprised, you, I'm surprised you didn't say that's a reviewee. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I just saw that. It's a reviewee. It's, it's not a review. It's a reviewee. <laughs> I typically reviewee. Applications that relate to my scientific 
engineering, and astronomy background. However, after using this OS X application and its mobile companion iOS application, tracker to go which sells for $2.99 in the iOS app US iOS app store for the last for the past wow for the past <laughs> couple of months he realized he should review rate and share this with you a comprehensive david that's the, David the, M. Sorry, Acklin. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just figured I'd better say his name right because I, I'm I just so. Can, can, I, can I just stop you there? Yeah. There you go. Review from. <laughs> right. Wait, you left something <laughs> off at the end of review. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> it's a compli- comprehensive. It's comprehensive. a. Comprehensive. Jeez. Ah, a comprehensive reviewee. From David, <laughs> he gives he gives the app a MyMac.com rating of 9 out of 10. And okay, now, you know what? Before I go any farther, I completely screwed that up. I'm sorry, <laughs> David. That is the perfect diet tracker Mac OS X app. And go over because it is a pretty comprehensive review. And, and again, that's the third 9 out of 10 this week. This is just... It's not, but it's not a reviewee. It's just a review. No, no, that was that was my fault, David. <laughs> yeah, you, that, you're the reason why moving I had this, on, this moving microphone on. plugged into the wrong port. Yeah, yeah, it's my fault. Okay. <laughs> and now it just works. Snugbuds SB dash X earbuds. This is a review by Elisa Pacelli. 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 I say Pacelli. Thank you, Elisa. I'm. Glad you told me. (laughs) When I went to Macworld 2013, I didn't have a shopping list. I didn't need anything. Once I got there, I remembered that I could use a new pair of earbuds. I stopped at the Snugbuds booth to find out if their product would suit my needs. I was greeted by Maverick Schaefer, Vice President of Sales and Operations for Snugbuds. I defy you to find anyone who believes in their or her product more than Marivac. Marivich. Marivich. Marivich? Marivich. Anyway. Exclamation mark. Shut up. After (laughs) she explained how the different earbud models worked and let me listen for myself, I was still unsure about buying. You'll be back, she told me confidently. At the end of the day, Elisa went back. And she gives these a MyMac review rating of, yep, you got it, 9 out of 10. <laughs> Next up is, I think this person could possibly be related to one of our other reviewers. It's the <laughs> iPad in Education for Dummies, which almost seems like a contradiction in terms. It's a book review by Shane. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli iPad in Education for Dummies by, oh wow, by Sam Glicksman is a must read for any teacher that has or plans on having a classroom full of iPads. Glicksman breaks up the book into seven parts with several chapters within each part. Within each chapter, he has numerous subtitles, step-by-step directions on how to use a certain app, and many pictures showing you what the apps look like. The book is set up so that you don't have to read each chapter sequentially. Look at the table of contents, find a subject you're interested in, and read about the numerous apps that the author describes how to use in great detail. 
a MyMac review rating of nine, oops, sorry, eight out of ten. <laughs> okay. A different kind of crazy. That's got to be In- Tim. That's got to be Tim and Dave. Okay, yeah, yeah. In English, a different kind of crazy tech fan. Number 112. Topics include Tim getting a Wii U. A Wii U. Wii U. North Korea. Hmm. Social change. Feedback. Google Reader. Google Notes. And migrating your old data. So go and take a listen. Because it's out there, folks, waiting for you to listen. And we we love we lo- I love the Tech Fan podcast. Those guys are so great. Um, <laughs> I hate him. I think they're rubbish. <laughs> we we've got we've got a ton of uh, feedback related to our third anniversary show. We, we probably should have waited until this one to make it our, like our official, you know, third anniversary, four hundred and fiftieth podcast. Guy finally gets his microphone working right. Yeah, could have all just been rolled into one great big brouhaha kind of podcast but no we didn't um first up then this is from the google plus community if you if you're on google plus please go on over find the my mac podcast in the google plus communities go ahead and join because that's that's where we're getting a lot of stuff from and a lot of the stuff that you hear from us on the podcast is stuff that that we have oh let's say borrowed from various (laughs) people that also contribute to the MyMac Podcast Google Plus community. And this one happens to be from Nicholas Riley. <clears throat> and uh, he says that he just finished listening to the latest episode, and once he stopped laughing, he thought he would follow up on our discussion about privacy. Uh, he found our perspectives interesting, but felt that we ignored the fact that there are an awful lot of people who really don't care about how much information that Google or anyone else for that matter collects about them. It is probably only geeks who would take the trouble to ensure that all of their privacy settings were correct and that Google only gets the barest minimum of information about them. Of course, this doesn't mean that those same people wouldn't be horrified if inappropriate photos found their way to someone that didn't want them to. I think that he, per- or sorry, he thinks that he personally has a fairly relaxed attitude to my personal information, though I wouldn't, though he wouldn't say the same about really important stuff like his bank or private relationships. Even though I find it a little bit spooky when I find something I was searching for on Amazon suddenly appears on another unrelated site. Yeah, that, that kind of freaks me out sometimes too. Google Google can pretty much help themselves. I am not about to post something that would be incriminating anyway. He would be interested if anyone else shares this point of view, or maybe he's the only one. Hmm. Laxadaisical is the (laughs) problem that we could encounter here. Because if everybody is fairly relaxed about it, eventually it becomes the norm. And those that would like a little bit more privacy won't be able then, to get it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what concerns me a little bit. So, uh, no, but that's fair enough. If that's, you know, um, it, 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 the problem is it becomes your everyday process and you just get so relaxed about it because, yeah, nothing ever happens. I mean, Google don't get rid of Google Reader, do they? <laughs> no, 
and, not at uh, all. You know, I mean, that's a slightly different subject, of course. But, I yeah. mean, no, that's fair enough, Nicholas, and it's a fair point. Um, and thanks for writing in. Yeah, good man. And we'll try and keep you laughing because, we, well, we don't do anything else here. So. <laughs> nothing, of, nothing of all that important anyway. Nothing that is all that important anyway. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's not like... We're going to make some history together today. No, no. that That's no. definitely not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, but this this is unlike like anything in the marketplace <laughs> what this podcast oh yes, yes. there's something schooly around here <laughs> anyway the rules? the rules i'll tell you what steve we're going to start talking about other people that congratulated us on our third anniversary of doing the podcast together and i spelled anniversary wrong um first up is troy <laughs> troy mueller who writes, congratulations, I'm so proud, and then he stifles a tear. Oh. <laughs> Peter Bird said, here's to many more. <laughs> Mike, Mike McPeak <laughs> says that uh, the third anniversary gift is leather. Not sure I want to go there. But anyway, good <laughs> job, and keep up the good work. Andrew Hall says, you two do a great job. You must be listening to someone else. He's got to. He's got to mistake this podcast for someone else. It I'm, really has. I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's got to be it. That's that, that's got to be it. Eric Diaz writes, uh, "What's that one? Paper or jewelry? I forget." <laughs> and Klaus Wolf said, "Happy anniversary. I hope Mrs. Guy and Mrs. Gaz won't be too jealous." No, they won't. No, they. <laughs> They they kind of look at us condescendingly every time we sit there. Oh, we're going to go do the podcast. My wife just kind of pats me on the head and says, yeah, you go do that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little boy, little boy, good little boy. Your dinner will be here when you're finished. Yeah, it's so cute how you (laughs) do do a podcast. Do you want to take some milk with you? I guess I do. (laughs) Uh, We also got some feedback from email. Uh, this one is Kevin, who's a long-time listener from the days of when uh, Tim Robertson was running the podcast. When he was he, decent. Yeah. And the, uh, let's see. He says that in episode 447, you and Gaz talked about in your second part of the podcast about the apple of the past and present. In my semi-professional opinion as a historian, no one can really compare the rise of computers versus the rise of mobile computers. Mobile phones went from just being able to talk on a phone with one device and then keep your phone numbers, calendar events, and maybe your notes on another device if you can afford to do so. Now, 20 years after the mobile phone has become a reality, we can talk, text, email, check our sports scores, take and look at pictures, and so much more on just one device. Mobile devices also went from a luxury, or you use it just for work, to practically everyone has a smart device of some kind. Computers, though, were viewed as, for a while, something that you pretty much only used at work. People still use it for work of some kind. Uh, Not too many people I know would bother to have media servers setting up your Wi-Fi to your TV, or even bother with with getting the latest in processor speed, RAM, hard drives, etc. In a nutshell, playing around with computers has been and probably always will be an expensive hobby. If you made it this far without wanting to kill me, thank you. My point is that Apple has always made products that are meant to be easy to use, period. They will always make products easy to use. 
Now you have my permission to come over and kill me for this long-winded, complicated, boring email that no one understands, but maybe five people in the entire universe. Um, thank you, uh, Kevin. Uh, I'd like to say that, that I did go on to Google Plus and try to find your address. <laughs> I thought that that was um, zippy. It was zippy. Doesn't mean I don't want to kill him. Mind you. So let's move on. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Can I, I would like to say, actually, as a historian, Kevin, you should know that you shouldn't say things like, they will always. Mm, things change. Things change. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Gary in boys. Boys. Bo- Boise. Bo- bo- Boise. Ah, Boise. Oh, you should have told me. Gary and Boise. Sirs, I enjoyed the recent podcast I heard today. Guy, your sound was much improved. <laughs> Whatever you did, continue on. I'd like to make Gaz's tips my people's pick. <laughs> I shouldn't be reading this. Again, <laughs> again and again, useful advice to make things better. I agree with you, Gary. That's a good... I mean, Gary said it about my... Yeah. Okay. I'd also like to write about Stitcher Radio, which is likely the most used app on my iPhone. As I'm behind the wheel of a very large truck for at least 544 miles a day, I look forward to listening to many podcasts to make good use of my time. I've little time to sit and read, so I sit and listen instead. Stitcher offers a wide variety of podcasts, but in addition, I can select from a variety of radio stations. I drive across some remote areas of Idaho and Utah with spotty radio reception. So I gave up trying. Stitcher seldom loses the signal where FM is a difficult catch. A point that is important for for the likes of me is that I can update on the go. I have no need to connect with my Mac to get to the latest editions of any podcast on my list. I can catch a back episode that I might have missed or re-listen to the G-Men for a smile. (laughs) Yeah, makes me smile. Uh, Stitcher also allows for discovery of other shows I might enjoy based on my selections. I bet if you only have the MyMac, it wouldn't give you any other selection. <laughs> You'd be like, no, the only show you no, need to listen yeah, to Yeah, you're is listening the to My this. Yeah, you're on your own then. Yeah, yeah, you're on your own. Uh, this works very well for me. I've got Stitcher on my iPhone and iPad. Really a lifesaver with all those miles, but anyone might wish to save room on their device. And since this is streaming, I don't worry about filling up the memory. I've got an unlimited plan which allows for me to do this. In the past couple of weeks, I've heard about some other podcast applications, but this is my favorite right now and it suits me well. Guy, can I just ask? Yeah. Have we got a people's pick? Uh, no. Uh, no. No. Can I slap you around the head? Yeah, you probably should, because that would have been a really, really good people's <laughs> pick. <laughs> okay, so um, when we come to the people's pick, we'll refer back to that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. That That should have been in the people's pick. Uh, okay um something from nick riley he says hi guy and gaz i just thought i had to pen an email to congratulate you and gaz for your great success in reaching your third anniversary well it actually it was more like the success of time time all by itself 
many congratulations. We just happened. We just happened to be here. Yeah, we just got in the way. Uh, many congratulations to you both from myself and from some of your other listeners. Oh, and from your other listener. So like it's him and and probably Gary from Boise and the other ones listening to us. Ah, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I must point out an inaccuracy while you were discussing security topics, which you might like to clarify. When you were talking about Java, you said that the Java runtime was fine and that it was JavaScript that you should disable in your browser. This comment is wrong in almost (laughs) every aspect. JavaScript is not Java and is perfectly safe and definitely should not, shouldn't be disabled or most of the internet won't work. What you meant to say, I'm sure, yeah, let, let's, let's, let's go with, with Guy being sure about something that he's saying, is that the Java browser plugins should be disabled. And indeed, you did then go on to give the correct information about disabling it in your browser settings. Thought it was worth clarifying this. Again, congratulations to you both. You make me laugh so much that it hurts. Thanks, Nick. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You know, I don't know. I'm such a genius. No, not so much. <laughs> okay, Ke- Kevin Simmons, Simmons said, Happy three-plus years anniversary. Your second section of episode 449 about malware is something I do and say to everyone that I meet, no matter what computer they use. For me, a Windows 7, but I would like to do something if I had a Mac. Sorry, I, but I would do the do the same thing. I should think that means. I yeah, I, I okay. should have reread that before I put yeah. it. Yeah, but I do. I would do the same thing if I had a Mac. Uh, I would get antivirus and malware scanning program. I don't download anything from websites that I don't trust myself. I update not just the OS, but also any other program that has updates available. Since I have an iPod Touch fourth generation, I have regularly updated everything when it comes out. Good thing, now, you, good thing <clears throat> you had this one. <laughs> yeah. Regularly. Now I know. <laughs> now I know that, well, just stop interrupting. Will you let me finish? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> now I know that there isn't any exports yet on the iOS platform. Um, but to be safe, well, on the safe side, I always update programs when it becomes available. Malware for me can be pre- pre- <laughs> malware for me can be prevented if people actually take the time to do the diligent, like downloading things from safe sites and people update my system and at least run an antivirus and malware software every month or more yep. regularly. Reg- regularly. Now, if, I say it, it. if I say it real slow, I've got it. But if I'm just trying to talk in my regular voice and trying to say regularly, <laughs> it just doesn't work. Uh, guy. Yeah. What happens now? Uh, we got some audio feedback. Oh! I know. So, I know. Somebody, somebody called the Skype to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Troy. Troy left a Skype call, and instead of talking about it, I'm going to play it. Oh, hello. It's uh, Troy here. Um, I've just finished listening to your last podcast, 449, um, and I thought I'd give the number a ring. The thing is, I have tried this number before, but us people in the UK, we have to make sure we put a plus one in front of that number that you so diligently uh, (laughs) quote every week. So I've just rung it with the plus one on it, and here I am. 
Hello, everyone. That's all for me. Goodbye for now. And in a weird bit of serendipity, the phone <laughs> that I forgot to take the battery out of just before we started recording the podcast began to ring right during Troy's Skype call. I but think that was actually Troy ringing again. Oh, uh, well, uh, uh, how did he get my number? Uh, <laughs> From Google, of course. <laughs> this is a long first section. It this is. really is a long first section. Have we got any tech news of the weird? Yes, yes. This will be very, very quick. Uh, you know, of course, about the competing <clears throat> uh, Steve Jobs biopics, one with Ashton Kutcher. And yes, uh, yes. I don't know who's in the second one off the top of my head, but that's being made by Sony. Well, there's a third one that yeah, is being made. You know what Steve thinks, don't you? What? Yuck. <laughs> he, he hates them all. Well, he's <laughs> he's probably really not going to like this one, though um, I'm looking forward to it. It stars Mr. Mac himself, Justin Long, as Steve Jobs in a comedy biopic from uh, the Funny or Die people. And this was a story out of uh, themacobserver.com. Now, Justin Long is playing Steve Jobs in I, Steve, the newest Steve Jobs biopic. It's a comedy made by Will Ferrell's Funny or Die. The movie script was written in three days and taped in five. It is set to air on their website on April 15th. Stars Justin Long as Jobs, uh, George Garcia as Steve Wozniak, James Urbaniak as Bill Gates, and Michelle Watkins as Melinda Gates. The comedy in the movie is intended to poke fun at uh, biopics in general rather than Steve Jobs. Uh, producer Allison Horde told the New York Times that even the harshest fanboy critics will be able to laugh with us. Uh, the project originally started off as a short fake trailer for a fake movie, and I, Steve, is the longest project that the site has ever made. And I love this last bit. We were kicking around the idea of making a fake Steve Jobs movie trailer. And as often happens in the writer's room, the joke kind of escalated. In true internet fashion, it's not based on very thorough research. Essentially, a cursory look at Steve Jobs' Wikipedia page. It's very silly, but it looks at his whole life. And I think that this is going to be the absolute best of all of the biopics that are coming out. And it's, well, it's actually supposed to be like over an hour long. Well, the the quote from Steve was, "It's so funny." <laughs> he's gonna love it. I I just know it. I know he's gonna love it. And Gaz, we have been going on for a very very long time, and okay. I need you to get us out of here. Okay, everybody, stand by to stand by, and we'll be we'll be we'll be we'll be right back. <laughs> Mike, nice to see you. Nice to see you, John. I always wanted to ask you, do you ever listen to any podcasts? Oh, I'm a busy, busy guy. I don't have time to listen to podcasts, what? but I do listen to one. What is it? The App Minute Podcast. The only reason to not listen is if you're sick, and we'll expect a note from your mother. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, back to the second part of the MyMac.com podcast number 450, which is which is amazing in that 
we're doing absolutely nothing special <laughs> or the 450th show. You'll have to hang around until we get to 500. And no, boy, the, the that'll prob- be spectacular. The problem is, Guy, if we do something special for every, you know, 50th episode, it'll, it'll wear off. You know, keep them, keep them hungry. <laughs> well, I'm hungry. Oh, wait. I think it's because <laughs> I haven't had dinner yet. That's something else. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, this particular section this week, uh, for for people who have listened to this to the show for a very very long time, uh, back in in June of two thousand and nine, uh, this when Tim was still running the show, uh, he had a guest on that was talking about something that's very near and dear to my heart. Uh, that person's name was. Rish, I'm no, I'm going to screw this up. Rishanth, Rish, Rishanthi, Rishantha de, Rishantha de Silva, Silva. Good God. And he is the creator and CEO of Q Computers. That's Q-U-O. And if you've I'd never say heard, that's Quo. Quo? Computers, okay. Yeah. Quo as Computers. In, as in status Quo. Yeah, that would make sense. That makes more <clears> sense <throat> than Q. And if you've never heard of them, I wouldn't be surprised as, as they make custom computers, which, you know, for the most part is dime a, dime a dozen. But he's not quite finished yet because they make custom computers, according to him, that you can easily install OS X. So clone OS X computers, except that's not quite the story either, as uh, these were not going to be clones as many know them. and. You know, Gaz, now you've got several Macs in your house, and of course I have several Macs in my house. Uh, do you think that Apple charges too much, and would you be interested in a Mac from someone other than Apple? Yes, Apple do charge too much. I mean, that's an easy statement for me to make, really. One of the things that I actually wanted to do before I moved from from Windows was to be able to try and run the win the um mac os operating system so i could test it out but of course that's not what a mac is about is it um it, it's all about the whole experience they you know they've got control over so much aspects of of the hardware and the software um so i think i would be interested in another company's hardware but only from an interest point of view I think that Apple would not like that scenario to arise because it would take what they deem people away from the experience of owning an Apple machine. As soon as I got hold of a uh, a Mac Mini, I, I think I got it. It kind of you know it kind of hit me. I suddenly understood after using it for a little while. But because I'm you know a long time. Well, a long time, not not so long compared to some, of course. But I'm quite interested in in running Macs, and I think I would be interested in in you know using something from another company other than Apple. But I wouldn't want to spend a great deal on it, which kind of makes it kind of a problem. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of completely counterintuitive because the machinery would have to be so cheap for me to want to try it that it wouldn't give me the experience, and I'd be throwing it away and saying to everybody. <laughs> There's no point trying it. It's terrible. There's no point trying it. So it it is completely counterintuitive. So and I I think that's probably where Apple would be um, now and for some years to come, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, now, 
as most people that follow technology mm-hmm. knows, Microsoft Windows computers are generally made up of clones because Microsoft doesn't actually make or brand all that many computers, except you know recently with the Surface Pro uh, running their OS. But they license the OS to other manufacturers to install on their computers, which in the old in the old days used to be called IBM compatible computers or IBM clones. <clears throat> Basically meant that f- functionally they were they were no different from any other computer that you could have bought back in the day from IBM. Now IBM doesn't make computers anymore, but but that name has stuck for pretty much. Uh, any x86 based computers that are sold today. Now, Apple went to x86 starting in uh, 2005, and it wasn't that long before people started to, you know, try to install OS 10 on uh, x86 computers they either built themselves or bought pre-manufactured. As a matter of fact, the first computers that Apple sent out that had the Intel version of OS 10 on it. I think were Hewlett Packards or Dells. They weren't like Apple built. They were basically, you know, configured computers to run OS 10 that they were sending to developers to to get them started on converting their software from PowerPC to Intel. Now, not that long ago, there was a company that was based out of Miami, Florida, called Cystar that tried selling what could be considered Mac clones. Now these had OS 10 pre-installed and Apple came down on them like a ton of lawyers and shut them down for violating their EULA and EULA stands for end user license agreement. The violation in question was for selling computers with OS 10 pre-installed, even though Cystar claimed that for each computer they sold, they had purchased a copy of OS 10 from Apple or from an Apple authorized dealer. So what was the problem? The problem is Apple's EULA says that before you can, before you can install OS 10 and you must accept this before you install it, that you can only install OS 10 on an Apple computer. Cystar violated that by installing it themselves before selling the computer. So you would think that that alone would keep people from, from making OS 10 computers except for Apple. Now, have you, had you heard about Cystar previously, and what was your opinion on what happened to them? <laughs> yeah, I used to call them Pystar, actually. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my opinion was they were doing something which, when I first started out, and I'm going to repeat myself a little bit here, for any Windows user that want, was thinking about moving across but you know couldn't afford to move across, that, that is something that they might want to try. But again, it defeats the object of having um, the whole Apple experience. And that's why Apple really came down on a ton of bricks. One, because they had what they deemed to be the licensing agreement behind it. And that could have caused all sorts of trouble if they didn't enforce that. Um, but equally, I think they were probably secretly, and they they would say this, but this wouldn't be their first port of call. It would be the EULA that they would come come on the back of to you know shut them down. But secretly, I, I think they they understand the benefit of the complete Apple experience. Um, uh, what do I? My opinion of what happened to them is it was to be expected. Uh, there was lots of there was lots of uh, well rumors that Cystar were being um, funded 
by other uh, computer manufacturers. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, among, amongst others. Um, but that is pure rumor and speculation and a, not an opinion which we hold here. <clears throat> um, no. No. No, we no. don't hold that opinion. No. <laughs> But and that could have because I think actually it could have been quite interesting if Sistar had actually won. Um, however, they didn't win. Um, I think Apple seemed to have law on their side, so that is fair enough. My opinion on the company themselves: it went on too long. They did it half-heartedly. It, it, it I, I, the machinery looked cheap and nasty. And, and that is, in itself was something which, you know, I could understand why it, where Apple were coming from. And to be perfectly honest with you, it was just under the grey box. So my opinion on what happened to them, I think, is probably correct. My opinion on, yes, I had heard heard about Sistar and I wasn't particularly interested in their equipment because it just looked awful. Okay. Now, now let me ask you this, though. What if someone made a computer that had the, con- the configuration and hardware needed to install OS ten? but didn't actually include it or install it for you. That part is left up to you. And if you don't mind breaking Apple's EULA yourself, uh, Quo computers will sell you the hardware that you need. Since Quo doesn't include the OS in any way, shape, or form, and doesn't have any Apple exclusive technology built in, um, do you think that there's really anything that Apple could do to stop them? I think Apple would make sure. Well, well, it's a much more difficult now, though, guy, isn't it? It's much more difficult to actually get the software to download because you have to buy the software through the App Store, right? Through the Mac App Store. So I think Apple have kind of been very coy here, uh, and they've played a bit of a blinder. Um, if, however, there was a way for me to actually um, do the illegal, um, you know, and break the law in the eyes of the EULA. Uh, and the agreement, which is obviously there, uh, which is the same sort of agreement for Windows software as well. You have to actually have a legal copy of uh, the software, the operating system, to be able to install it. So it's not right. we're not just we're not just saying Apple are being bad boys here. It, it's the same EULA for lots of operating systems. Um, again, we're coming back to the problem that I had in the very first question that you asked me was we'd probably be in a situation where we'd be defeating the object of the reason why we are Mac users because the, the, the equipment, the software and the hardware is very much meant to blend together and work flawlessly. Now it's not always the case, but it, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 that excrement it's, does occur. It, it's, it's pretty, it's normally pretty clean guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't think that I'd be wanting to go down that route. However, if there was an option to buy, you know, look at a third-party piece of machinery with it all installed, I think I'd be more inclined to do that. I think I've gone past the experimentation uh, stage when it comes to installing software because, for me, I think computing um, has actually moved on and there are many more interesting things to be able to do in computing um, rather than from that perspective, yeah, right. I, you know, I've done all that. With the box all day. Yeah, I've done. I've you know, I've done my screwing around with the box. You know, changing CPUs, going in there, changing the motherboard, and you know, um, swapping switches and uh, 
dip switches, all the rest of it. I've done all that. And for me, that wasn't as interesting as actually getting some software which did something which was more fun. However, that said, there are people that do still like to play. So, uh, and I'm sure they'd like to have a go at this, but the market is really not big enough. And they're more likely to have built their own machine to be able to do it anyway. Well, now that's... They're They're much less likely to have buy this machine from quo they're they're more likely to have actually built it because they're you know they're in that situation where that part is interesting you know actually making a machine which could accept uh the software now the the motherboard that they're using and i i wasn't able to get confirmation on this uh it's 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 basically it's a gigabyte motherboard which is a, a big motherboard manufacturer and if you go over to, uh, I think it's osx86.org, yeah, uh, which is where a lot of the Hackintosh stuff is. Um, if you look in their their hardware section for the for the types of hardware that is the the best match for OS 10, a lot of the motherboards that are listed are gigabyte motherboards, and the the board that that he had listed was a standard gigabyte model number until you got to the very end. And then there was some some minor differences in the way that it was numbered. And I don't know if that means that he's had a custom run of motherboards that he's received from gigabyte, or if this is just a number that he himself has put on to the, the same motherboard. I don't know. I don't know, because I, I haven't seen it yet myself. Now... The, w- the way this whole thing started, I, I got a, a, a tweet from uh, Rush- Rush- wow. Rashantha, Rashantha uh, on Twitter talking about uh, the Kickstarter campaign that he has going on right now. And of course, like with most Kickstarter campaigns, there are various levels that if you contribute, either get something back or, you know, an attaboy or a pat on the back or whatever. And uh, with the way that the, he's got his Kickstarter set up, you can either, you know, you, for the, the lowest amount, you get like a T-shirt and it goes all the way up to like a full-blown custom-built OS X capable, I'm going to make sure I say that, capable computer. Now, in between some of the other levels, uh, he'll send you the same motherboard that they're using to make these, and then you can kind of make your own, you know, from the box and other hardware that that you buy for yourself. And now the program itself is going to be running for about another week. Uh, however, from talking to him on Twitter, he says that they are shipping the motherboards now, and that also that the pre-builts are ready to go. Now I've yet to see. Uh, a Quo computer running OS 10 in the wild yet, though, and I have asked them for a demo to try out. And when I went to their website, their configurator uh, isn't yet up. So uh, outside of calling them directly, which you can get the number off of their website, I'm not exactly sure how to buy or get one outside of the Kickstarter campaign. Now, you can get more information about them. You can visit their website, and I'll have these links in the show note. Uh, quocomputer.com, you know, www.quocomputer.com. And they have links there to the Kickstarter campaign that we've been talking about. And, you know, I'm, I'm now speaking as someone who's actually used Mac clone computers, uh, 
uh, way, way back in the day, in the late 90s, I had a, a, a UMAX C600, which was quite a neat little 603E uh, PowerPC machine. And I really liked that computer. I mean, it was, it was great for what it was, and it was certainly as good or better than the same computers that Apple was making at the time at the same price point. But on the other hand, I also had uh, a computer from Motorola. They made this other series of, of Mac-compatible computers called the Star Max, and that was a 604 computer, biggest piece of crap I have ever owned in my life. Oh, my God, it was just awful. I got rid of that that nonsense as quickly as I possibly, possibly could. So um, I would be very much interested to hear from from all of you on your and, thoughts on on Macs made by anybody other than Apple. And and, and if and if anybody's gone over to I've put the the link to hackintosh dot com in there as well because you know you kind of can already do this sort of stuff. And there's, yeah. you know, websites all over the place. And Hackintosh.com uh, is certainly one of the, the bigger ones. I mean, they've even got videos there about how to install, um, you know, some of the latest operating systems or the mountain line, for instance, yeah. um, on, uh, on non-Apple hardware. So it's out in the wild. You can do it. Um, so if anybody's done it or, you know, you know, got any experiences over it, then uh, yeah, we'd love to hear about we, it. We'd love to hear about it. And one other thing I should mention, if you do go the the non-Apple computer route with OS X, you will, and I cannot stress this strongly enough, you will receive absolutely no support from <laughs> Apple for your hardware, for your software, for your operating system. Uh, probably uh, you'll ruin it for everybody else that lives on the same block as you are. They'll just think, oh, no, it's another one of those Hackintosh guys. No, 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 no. Yeah, Oh, yeah, you say you have a Mac Mini. You know, <laughs> we can't be sure. So you know, that's something else to keep in mind. You know, Apple has award-winning uh, customer service, and there's a reason for that. Their, their, their hardware you know, range is somewhat limited so that makes it easier for them to support it um now having said that as well you can have for less money a very very fast computer much faster than what you get from apple at the same price point running os 10 but you are on your own when it comes to those types of computers i i think people doing hackintosh is Probably understand that guy, to be honest with you. But yeah. we're just making sure everywhere. <laughs> that everybody else understands that, yeah, you're not going to get any help from Apple. And I think <laughs> okay. that's going to do it for yeah. for this section. So everyone, please stand by to stand by. We have one more section of what could possibly be one of the longest <laughs> uh, MyMac.com podcast ever created in the history of mankind. And of course, that only goes back to about 2004. So how much history there is, is up to you. Guy, it, the longer you keep going, <laughs> the longer the show goes. Get up! Ever think about becoming a podcaster thinking wow you know that's probably way too hard well we have a solution the stoplight network is looking for brand new shows to join the network 
won't cost you a dime. In fact, you might actually make some money off of it. So if you've always wanted to podcast and it seemed way too daunting, drop me a line. My name is Tim Robertson. I am the host of TechFan. I started the MyMac Podcasting at the dawn of podcasting, and I can help you get your podcast up and running. Simply send an email to Tim, that's T-I-M, at MyMac, M-Y-M-A-C, dot com. Tim at MyMac.com. Let's get your show ready for prime time. Rated the number one podcast from people you've never heard of, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome back to the final section of the Marathon 450 podcast. I like marathons. Used Me to too. Be called, oh no, no, they're called Snickers now, though, aren't they? Mm. Now what the, what's this show we're doing again? 450. Uh, it's got a name. I can't remember it now. My uh, Mac. That's it. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. The My Is, Mac is that the show? My Mac 450. Yeah, but after a while, my Just, head my head starts to I'll tell you what, this, this show's been going on, this, this particular episode has been going on so long i've forgotten um anyway my head is nodding <laughs> is it yeah. yeah problem yeah there's a problem there though what's that oh that's it i found it hit it gases tips gases tips gases tips it's time for gases tip stand by for action okay okay i'll, I'll okay. be good i'll be okay good. Are you following now? Yes. Following? Right. Anything can happen in the next half hour. Oh, um, God. Here's a really quick OS ten tip, okay? If you ever find yourself in a folder um, with a load of images and you've, you, know, you want to show a colleague those in a slideshow, if you select them all and hit Command-Alt, which is the option key, plus Y, an instant full-screen slideshow will start. Really? That is... Oh, wow. I wish I had a bunch of... Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Documents. <laughs> go to here. <laughs> no, not there. Oh, here's a bunch of pictures. So let's see. Select all. All right. That's control, control. option. No, command, alt. Oh. So command, command alt, I didn't y. say control. Command, alt, or option, plus Y. It works. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Okay, is that the uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was. T- it was t- when you said it works. I thought, well, that's the end of Gaz's tips. <laughs> but that is that is. I yeah. And, and I've been a Mac user for probably five times the amount of time that you have. I did not yep. know that. There you go, you see. That is so cool. I just don't know where I get all this stuff from. Um, Google search? Probably. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Guy, have you got a pick? I do have a a pick this week. Um, For people who like the the old-style Mario games on the Nintendo systems, this is a game I think you'll really enjoy. It's called Pizza Boy. It's by Acme Games. It's $1.99 available oh excuse me oh 
God. It's available <laughs> at the, the iOS app store. And uh, it's it's a Mario clone, but it's well done and it's a lot of fun. And dollar ninety nine, you know, can't go wrong. And oh, you betcha! No in app purchases. It's it's all by it's, it's a complete game all by itself for a dollar ninety nine. Okay, my pick, guy, because I have a pick this week, is a kind of well, it's a bit of a double pick here. UK and this is very much UK orientated. So sorry, rest of planet. This is really, this is aimed at UK peeps. What about, uh, if, what you, if you live in the Falkland Islands? No. Damn. Well, it might, actually, the second one might do. The first <laughs> one I don't think does, okay? UK map, all right? This is basically a seven, seven pounds ninety nine uh, application where you can download tiles of maps in the UK, and it goes into fairly good detail and it's also available to um to be able to go into a 3d view so it's really good if you're looking you know in hilly parts of the country or on the coastline to get a view of um it's almost ordnance survey quality which brings me on but it's not and it's 7.99 you can download the tiles uh, onto your app uh, onto your ios device and they're free however i've in the past, I've collected lots of ordnance survey maps, which are very or can be very detailed maps with footpaths, public footpaths, etc. Anybody in the UK knows about ordnance survey. Well, they have an application out, and at this point in time, I think through Easter, they've got a forty percent off deal on their in-app purchases of the tiles. So the app itself is free, but you have to spend some money on getting the detailed ordnance survey map of your particular area that you need. So the difference between the two here is one, you pay $7.99 and you get uh, to be able to download tiles free, but those tiles don't have quite as much detail as the ordnance survey map uh, do, because obviously the ordnance survey want to keep that uh, information for themselves and sell it because they've done the work to gain it. Yeah, um, but exactly. I, but I am an but I am an ordnance survey fan. Uh, the maps on there, I've been messing about with it on the iPad, and they're they're, they're pretty good. And I've, you can also what I do like on the ordnance survey map is you can set out a walking route, and that's the thing that I'm quite. Uh, quite pleased with this sets out a uh, walking route so you can plan a route and then you can trace that route so you just start it off and i did one today and it was fairly accurate and i've also been out in the middle of nowhere where the the um telephone signal was really bad i was on i think i was on edge and it still got me really accurately as to where i was so obviously that's down to the device but the mapping mapping so- software has also got to place you there so um look at those two um, you can obviously take the ordnance survey, perhaps download a tile which is close to you, so it won't cost you too much, um, and uh, see how you like it. But the uh, the UK map is seven pound ninety nine. The ordnance survey is free with in app tile purchases. Now, are they yeah. are they all the same price as far as the, the no? Tiles because go? they 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 do have different scales the ordnance survey map does have a cheaper version which is obviously just like an overview and if you want to go more detailed into the area you then buy a more expensive uh, a more expensive tile uh, but both will kind of work as you zoom through the tile so as you zoom into an area if you've bought both tiles 
pills. Obviously, you'll get the the. Um, I think it's one to twenty, one to two hundred and fifty or two hundred fifty thousand. I can't remember what the scale is now. And wow. One to one hundred and ten thousand, um, and it zooms through those quite nicely. So, uh, yeah, it's good. Go take a look. Go take a look. Yeah, that's great. Uh, uh, if if you're if you're based in the UK, now the reason I said the second one might work in the Falklands is because it's Ordnance Survey. They may well have done the Falklands, but I can't actually say for sure because I don't know. Well, there was certainly a lot of ordnance that was uh, spent in that area. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Argentina. <clears throat> You're moving on. Moving quickly. on. Moving on. Um, uh, do we have a people's pick this week? Do you know what? I think <laughs> Gary in Boise, he, he mentioned Stitcher Radio. Yes, he so, did. And then yeah. I completely blew it by not putting it in the right place. I'm so sorry, Gary. Um, thanks to Gary in Boise for his, his, uh, his great people's pick that I put into the wrong place. Anyway. Anyway. Um, no new iTunes reviews this week. I checked that just a little while ago. Um, however, if you do do an iTunes review, uh, mm-hmm. you, you can get something very, very special. Wasn't that the police? Do 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 da da da. That's all I got to say to you. Do do. Anyway, um, I I won't send you a song by the police, but I will send you what we call a wooty, and wooty. along with a congratulatory email that is handcrafted. Both the wooty and the congratulatory email are handcrafted by myself and sent directly to your email box. Yes. Yes. Now, yes. there's, there's got to be some way that, that they can let me know that they've, uh, they've done an iTunes review and that I should send them a handcrafted email. And The way you would do that, everyone, is to contact <laughs> Guy at MyMac.com. That's G-U-Y at MyMac.com. Also, if you really want to contact him on Twitter, you can contact him with the username MacParrot. <laughs> and if you wanted to contact Gaz through email, you can contact him at Gaz at MyMac.com. That's G-A-Z Z. at MyMac.com. Or on the Twitters at Twitter.com, GazMaz. That's G-A-Z Z. M-A-Z Z. And you can contact both of us on Twitter through uh, our combined screen name, which is Guy and Gaz, G-U-I-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Dead. How else can they get a hold of us? Well, they can also contact us via email address feedback at mymac.com, which goes through Fearless Leader. And I think whenever he gets any feedback through that uh, email address, he normally just shakes his head and reads because he, he knows he's going to be in for a telling off. Anyway, <laughs> there is one other way. And if you are outside the US, put plus one in front of this number, which Guy is going to give you. That number is area code 703436-9501. That number remember, again, Gaz. Remember, plus one outside the US, 703-436-9501. Phone it, phone it now! Right now! And, um, Gaz, this has been such a great run. I, I can't, you, could you have thought three years ago 
that when we first started doing this show together, that we would still be doing it for free. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We'd still be doing it <laughs> three three years later. Actually, when we first started, I, I kind of thought, well, if it's not free, it, it's the only <laughs> we won't be doing it. <laughs> and thank you all so very, very much for yeah. downloading the MyMac.com podcast. We are, we are humble before thee. We are humble before thee. We are. We are. And we really, really do appreciate it. And Gaz, you know what? I think that this is the best show that we have ever done and that we're good enough, smart enough, and canine like it, gone it, people. Wow, boy, did I just blow that all to hell. You did completely, didn't you? Doggone it, people (laughs) like us. Enderlock Podcast. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, The Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, The TeacherCast Podcast, The Apple Junkies Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. Okay, I am... (laughs) I am recording, hopefully, what will be... Before we get to that... A better-sounding podcast. Uh, They require a lot of horsepower. Found out I had my microphone hooked into a USB hub because... Let's go to satellite view. I'm stupid. Oh, I'll try not to blow it. Yeah, well, that was that. That's been me for the last six months. Let me just say that. Uh, no, see, if you don't have to say it, I said it without me doing a thing. <laughs> uh, you know what? This is gonna be another week where I don't have to do a limerick at the end of the show. <laughs> uh, now you listened to last week's show, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I. I thought that was great because I actually put two different two different parts in that, yeah. uh, that you and I had been doing. I thought it was I thought it was funny. And just uh, make a giant screen. Okay, so um, do you want to do the title this week, or do you want to you want to bring us? My Mac Podcast four hundred and fifty Clone Wars begin. They have almost. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, is that all right? <laughs> no. <laughs> right. So this week, there's no intro. So do you want me to do the title and you bring us in? Yes. On the intro. <laughs> yes. Clone Wars Begin, they have. How do you want Clone Wars Begin, they have? You can say it Clone like Wars that. Begun, they have. You've written there. Oh. Right. Okay, that's fine. I'm happy with that. Clone Wars Begun, they have. Yeah. It's, ah. it's Yoda. Yoda-like. Yoda- ah. Yoda-ish. Okay. Ready? Yep. Do you want to do that bit, or do you do you want me to do it? Uh, well, tell you what. Why don't I do? Why don't I say the My Mac Podcast 450, and then you say the bit after that? Okay. You ready? Here we go. Yep. <laughs> okay, that'll work. Almost, almost <laughs> begun. Clone Wars have 450 <laughs> Mac Podcast. My almost clone. Begun wars. They have almost. Uh.